Not, not quite my tempo. I'm going to make him an offer, Captain. How's it going? It's episode 83 of Multiplex Loves Movies. Um, <clears throat> check out my new digs. We're in a new spot. Can't wait. It's going to be really... Cody's has pictures behind him. Boatman still has a tree. Uh, Maggie, you're in a new place. I have posters. Yeah, posters too. Man, this is a crazy world we live in. Welcome to the show. Uh, got an interesting show for you this evening some interesting stuff some not so interesting stuff uh but i'm excited to talk about it uh cody you are here welcome how are you this evening oh i'm flipping jacked i'm so excited about this news like uh i have a picture right here of my son doing a spider-man face so that's always great to have now uh he'll be in every call um but yeah this is the best news ever in the history of anything so i'm just really excited uh my childhood something's come back from my childhood that i thought was buried deep down and we put another star inside of it and it's gonna be awesome I'm excited uh maggie hello uh you um, are in your new office space how are you i'm good yeah i like having like basically a room to myself it's awesome that's fair uh boatman how are you doing this evening sir uh, I'm good. I don't have anything fancy or new behind me, but I've got a poster of defending your life right there. So the tree looks like it's getting bigger. I don't think that's true, but I it seems like it keeps getting bigger. Either it is Audrey Two from Little Shop of Horrors, or I just moved it a little bit closer to the camera. Mm. I think that you you look closer to the camera in general. I feel like maybe I'm that crazy. Might, that, that might not be. I might have just moved my computer i think that is actually what it is that's fair uh guys welcome to the show we got some movie news to talk about something first that we're going to talk about we haven't talked about in forever and it's the box office we're going to talk about the box office because there's actually news to talk about with the box office so it was a big week uh monster box office haha pun 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 but yeah godzilla versus kong debuted in theaters on wednesday on the 31st of march and uh, it absolutely crushed the the U.S. box office as well as the worldwide box office. Um, over the weekend, this is what the weekend looked like. We had Godzilla versus Kong, thirty two point two million. The Unholy, three point one. Nobody from last week coming in with another two point nine. Raya holding on with another two. And Tom and Jerry somehow is still making money. It made another one point four. Uh, the five day total for Godzilla versus Kong, I believe, is forty eight million uh since it came out on wednesday which is just kind of bonkers godzilla versus kong the u.s gross of godzilla versus kong has already surpassed all of the money wonder woman 1984 made in the u.s which is kind of insane when you think about it um i'm very happy about this people seem excited to go back to theaters for a big event movie like this that's awesome uh, I saw we we saw the movie twice in theaters this weekend. We only paid for it once, but you know we we contributed to do it a little bit. Um, 
I thought the movie was a lot of fun. I'm glad to see that it's doing well. And the worldwide box office on top of it, the movie's already passed 275 million. I think it might have hit 300 right now. I'll look while I go to Cody. I know you saw the movie this weekend. Uh, what did you think of the movie? And also, what do you think about the box office numbers here? So one, I did the math on the average ticket price. 152,000 people estimated went to see Tom and Jerry this weekend, and that makes me want to vomit. <laughs> Two, I love the movie. The movie, like, is it perfect? Absolutely not. Does it make sense? No. Not like, a clue. Or, of course, talking about Tom and Jerry. That's true. <laughs> um, this the movie. The this movie probably has the most like. If you have to dissect this movie, you could find problems with it within three seconds of it starting. But when giant monkey and giant lizard don't like each other and they punch each other, I could see that for four hours and have a dang good time. So, yeah, I had a great time watching it. I probably will watch. It's a guilty pleasure. It really is. Um, so, yeah, I think the movie's great. I think – and the box office is kind of crazy. I think everybody's waking back up. Like, like there are certain places like Texas that are just trying some insane things right now. But, like, we're getting closer to a point where maybe, like, people are getting vaccinated. People are hopefully reopening stuff. 40,000 people went to a baseball stadium opening day. Like, that's insane to me. So – Hopefully we're back to movies normal in the theater again. That's what I hope because I'm really tired of watching them on my TV, even though I love my TV. Yeah, I kind of wish that Black Widow would have waited because to move because we talked about that last week. But literally, if they had waited, I think, week, yeah, I think it's all those numbers. If they could have, if they would have waited, Black Widow's gonna do better. Uh, than Godzilla versus Kong opening weekend, I think. And the fact that this movie, just on a three-day weekend, made, what did I say, 30? I'm trying to pull up the picture. 34, is that what I said? 32? Like, yeah, woof. That's an insane amount of money. Boatman, I don't know. Did you see the movie? or And uh, what, what do you think about the box office? Uh, so I did not see the movie because this is one of those movies that I know I am not going to have a good time with. Based on everything I've heard, I'm not going to have a good time with. And it's the type of movie that when I don't have a good time with, people yell at me and say I'm a pretentious snob who needs to learn to have fun. Because that is true. So ultimately, I'm going to take the plausible deniability on this one and not see it so that I don't get yelled at. Uh, in terms of the box office, this makes sense. A, it's a big release and things are starting to open up. So like... Obviously, so that's like partial of the reason. But I think the other big thing is why, like, I think HBO Max and uh, it being on a it is on HBO Max, right? It now. is, it was same day, yeah. It being on HBO Max doesn't affect it as much because this is a movie. Like, if I were to go see this movie, no way I watch it on HBO Max. This is a movie that is made to go see in the theater, right? Like, I that's why the box office is so big because there's this is one that I feel like the at-home experience absolutely would, I assume, would diminish it. At least on first viewing, I would say and so. Yeah, like, on first view, like I said, we've seen it twice in the theater. Now I might watch it again on my new TV. Uh, but 
yeah, the we saw it on like a pretty big screen the first time. And then we saw it on an IMAX level screen. It wasn't an IMAX, but it was a big, big, big ultra screen. Uh, and uh, the second time, and it was just as great the second time on even on the bigger screen. It made it really fun. Uh, Maggie, yeah. uh, you love this movie, I think, even though you rated it not at five stars. Um, but you had a lot of good things to say about it. What do you think about the box office? I haven't seen you this pumped about movie news in a minute. So uh, what, what what's your take? Yeah, no, I'm just so excited to see people going back to the movies. Like, it is just super encouraging. Um, I think it does have to do with the fact that, A, the movie got mostly good reviews, and then, B, like Bowman was saying, it definitely is a movie that you want to see in the theater um, just because of that experience. And, I mean, the other thing is, like, comparing it to Wonder Woman, like, the amount of cases that are happening now is just so much lower than it was in December. Like things are just better. Things are just getting better. And that's what it is. And I'm happy that people are recognizing that and taking advantage of it and going to see movies because they're still around and they're still a good time. That's true. Cody. Maggie, how do you feel about people that watch this movie on their phone? I literally read that and wanted to murder him. Yeah, Nazar- I was so Nazario. Mad. Wait, who watched this on their phone? Nazario, Nazario, the first time he saw this, watched it on his phone. I think that he's being a little I, silly. He, he's done that numerous times, bro. I think well, he's he like Justice a... League on his phone. Like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, me and Maggie uh, were talking about this earlier. Um, HBO hasn't put out like big, like real numbers. But they said that um, this is the biggest of their HBO Max day and date releases so far. So that includes um, Wonder Woman, The Little Things, and Tom and Jerry up to this point, I think. I feel like I might be forgetting one, but I think that might be just those three. Um, Unless you count Justice League. They said it did better than all of those movies. So um, kind of interesting to see what's going to happen next. I think their next release is mortal combat that's going to be april 23rd uh we'll see how that does in theaters that one's r-rated um you know i think there's a lot of like you guys all said there's a lot of factors here good reviews big movie it'll be interesting to see what happens next with warner brothers uh and their whole shindig and honestly just the box office in general because the next really big movie is mortal combat uh so uh we'll see what happens with that coming up pretty soon but let's stick with Warner Brothers and talk about the next thing. Uh, Space Jam 2 got a trailer. Uh, you know, came out this week. Whoa. Um, okay, so Maggie and I watched the trailer. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I, I, I watched Space Jam a lot as a kid because it was one of my sister's favorites. Uh, but I was never like, I've never been like a Looney Tunes guy. Like I like the Looney Tunes, but it's not been something that I like religiously watched as a child or anything like that. Um, but I always enjoyed Space Jam, but I haven't seen it since I was probably 10. If if that. Uh, I've never seen this movie on DVD I'll, or, or Blu-ray or anything. The last time I saw this movie was on VHS. Like that's how long it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't own it. It's just kind of something that I've kept capsuled in my in my past. When Warner Brothers inevitably releases the 4K, I'll probably pick it up and rewatch it before the new one. But Cody's telling me no. But uh, this trailer uh, did not do it for me. Uh, Don Cheadle as a giant 
robot head man. Okay. Um, we could get into all of the cameos and stuff and all that stuff, but uh, it just seems the same. Uh, and I don't know a lot about basketball. I don't follow basketball. I don't know a lot about uh, the the people in basketball today. So the jokes don't really didn't really hit with me. I didn't think it was funny. I didn't think any of the jokes were funny. I didn't laugh once. I don't think watching the trailer. Uh, I did laugh once. No, I said there were jokes in the trailer. Yeah, there you go. Well, shoot the ball, and he shoots it, Maggie. Uh, oh. So, uh, I, I don't know. It, it didn't work for me. Uh, Cody, I'm going to go to you first, because I know you brought up earlier your, you have you have thoughts about this. Go ahead. Yeah, so there are movies that, have, that came out when I was a kid that never need to be revisited. The first original Space Jam, I wish everything in me that I never watched it past the age of, you know, 12. Because it had something so special. Then when you rewatch and you're like, my God, that thing has to be one of the worst things I've ever seen. Um, this movie, one, I'm I'm one of these people and I've, I'm probably going to get booze from this. I don't think the Looney Tunes are good. Nothing has ever interested me with the Looney Tunes. I've never thought they were super funny. Um, growing up, I didn't care. I didn't care when they became babies. I didn't care when they were like overall the entire Roadrunner stuff, Bugs Bunny, Daffy. I don't care about that dynamic. It doesn't work for me. Um, there are characters that are funny. But you put Le- – so sports athletes in general – have about the personality of a brick wall normally. That's why they play baseball or basketball or something like that. And then you put them next to Looney Tunes. It's going to be rough. Um, I I also just, I love it. I don't know what it was, but it was basically because HBO Max is, deli- you know, not HBO. I don't know what studio, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is putting this out. So it's basically like, look at all the properties we got. We're going to bring them all out. Guess what? We saw that. We saw some of that in uh, Ready, Ready Player, Player One. It's, Don't the same, need, it's, it's all the same characters. Exactly. The cool thing, the cool thing of the original Space Jam is if you like basketball, they took the powers of the basketball players and put them into a game against Michael Jordan. Ego Fest, all that stuff. Now I don't even know who these characters are supposed to be. I think Damian Lillard is a point guard for the Portland Trailblazers. He's like a robot in this thing. I don't know where this is going. I'm terrified. I'm not. I'm hoping not having to watch this one, but I'm probably going to watch it just because that's it. But see Kong and everything run towards a basketball court. I would just rather Kong show up and kill like everybody and just like let's move on. That's what I would like to see. So Looney Tunes plus LeBron James, that's a double. Uh, Bring Brendan Fraser back. I was about to ask. uh, I was going to ask Boatman about that movie when I got to him. But uh, uh, Maggie, we'll go to you next because I know Boatman Boatman has things to say. So we'll go to him last. Uh, Maggie, um, how do you feel about the guys from A Clockwork Orange being in this movie, uh, but not Pepe Le Pew? I don't even know what you're talking about, man. That's fair. Uh, so basically what happened was they removed a scene from the movie, they said, with Pepe Le Pew, who he's the skunk who like hits on all the women. And apparently okay. there was a scene where 
he like kissed a girl at a bar so like kissed her hand and she like pushed him away and they removed the scene because it was like sending a bad image or something uh but the people from a clockwork orange are one of the uh one of the cameos in the basketball game this is a huge yikes <laughs> i'm not even joking that's a real that's thing real? that's real that's real that's a big yikes. That's well, a you, you can I'll fight you while you get while you're talking. I will I, I, will, you. I will pull up that, uh, those executives probably have they seen <laughs> clockwork orange. That's my question. Yeah, I probably feel like not. they don't know what a clockwork orange is. But now everyone's gonna be like, Who are those guys? And then they're gonna look it up and they're gonna discover a clockwork orange, and then we're all gonna be in trouble. Well, it's because uh, they put literally every Warner Brothers thing in it. But sorry, go ahead, Maggie. What yeah, do you think no, of the trailer? I didn't like it at all. I'm not excited for this movie. I'm with you where I don't think, like, I remember watching it when I was younger. Like, I have a clear memory of doing so more than once. But I think I'm in the same boat where it was, like, on VHS. And I don't think I've ever watched it on any other medium. And it's been a really long time. And like Cody was saying, they're bad actors. And it's, yeah, I'm just not. I've, I don't like Looney Tunes, like, straight up. Like, I don't think that I am not a fan at all. So this is not going to be a fun time for me. Yeah, uh, Maggie. Here's I'm the sorry. Here's, here's the image. So oh, my there. God. There's, oh, wow. That's crazy. And over, if you go all the way over to the left under the dinosaur from the Flintstones, that's the Ice King from Game of Thrones. So they put in that. But a skunk hitting on someone and getting refused—that's not okay. Because it's sent in inappropriate sexual like stuff. Yeah. That is a big yikes. Uh, I agree. Uh, gang rapist at the basketball <laughs> game or fight. Right. Approved uh, <laughs> by Warner Brothers. I mean, you're not wrong, uh, Boatman. Uh, so my question to you is: uh, You clearly have a. I know you like the Looney Tunes. We've talked about it before. Um, why is Looney Tunes back in action? Criminally underrated. And uh, how do you feel about Space Jam 2? Okay, I actually do think Looney Tunes back in action is not criminally underrated, unfairly hated upon. Rick Mer isn't it Rick Moranis is the villain? Or no, no Steve Martin. Martin. Steve Martin. He's Martin. great in it. He's he's okay in it. Oh, I, I like him. I like him. Well, anyway, go on. Tell me. I think it. the person who's great in that movie is Timothy Dalton. Mm. Uh, but uh, I, I love the Looney Tunes. I am a big of the original Warner Brothers Looney Tunes shorts. That's what I will say. The, a lot of spin-offs and subsequent things, Looney Tunes Babies, Duck Dodgers, like a lot of them post the original Warner Brothers shorts are bad, admittedly bad. But I will say the original Warner Brothers shorts and the Looney Tunes show from Cartoon Network both some of the greatest comedy you will ever see. Like, I think Duck Season, Wabbit Season is one of the best comedy, like, routines, period. I think that is amazing. Uh, but Space Jam, the original, is bad. It is bad. I'm sorry, your childhood is ruined. Space Jam is awful. Uh, Michael Jordan can't act. Uh, the Looney Tunes in that He can't play part. baseball either. He can't play baseball either. Uh, the Looney Tunes in Space Jam are not the Looney Tunes. They are just random cartoon characters. They don't act like the Looney Tunes. They don't have the comedic sensibilities of the Looney Tunes. They are just random cartoon characters that happen to share the names and likenesses of the Looney Tunes. And this is probably going to be the same thing. 
It's going to be, hey, let's put cartoon characters with the famous basketball thing because person who can make money. And, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Well, and, and say what you will about the original, but I as I, I haven't seen it, like I said, uh, since I was a kid on VHS. But I remember it having, like, a bit of a heart. Like, you know, like he's, like, trying to do this whole thing for his kid, if I'm remembering correctly. It's kind of similar to this one. And at the end of the day, this just kind of looks like an overblown CGI shove as many characters as we can. I think Cam said it in the chat, ready player one for space or for, for sports fans. Like it just, it doesn't even look like they are really trying. And for this movie has been in development for a long time, a long time with uh, it's LeBron James, right? I'm not crazy. It's LeBron James with him. It's been in development forever so the fact that we're finally getting it this year and it looks like this i think i don't know man they could have done something special with this and uh i don't know and of course of course you liked the trailer caleb coho uh so it's made uh, for your age group bud so <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, this is also making fun of Coho a little bit more because he made the thumbnail and he did the thing. Uh, so Anthony Ramos of Hamilton fame, also upcoming, going to be in, in the Heights, um, has been tapped to uh, star in the new Transformers film. And as you can see, Coho made a little joke about Hamilton in the thumbnail. You're so funny. Um, yeah, no, this is cool. I like Anthony Ramos a lot. Um me and Maggie completely forgot he was in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and then we were watching it, and he showed up, and we were like, "Oh shit, that's uh, that's Anthony uh, or uh, Anthony Ramos." So, uh, and I'm really excited for In the Heights. I think he looks great in it. He's obviously great in Hamilton. He's good in his little part in uh, Star Is Born. Um, he was also really good, and again, like bad movie, but he was great in it. Um, oh, and now I'm gonna forget the name of it. It was one of the new Liam Neeson ones, oh, not yes. the Marksman. But um, the one with where he honest thief, honest thief, honest thief. Uh, he plays one of the cops that is like chasing him, uh, with Jai Courtney, yeah. And he's actually really good in the movie, so um, yeah, he's great in everything. I'm really excited to see this. I like the Transformers movies, I'm a terrible person. I'm sorry, the the bad ones are really, really bad, but honestly, I have fun with them. Um, and I thought Bumblebee was great. So if they stay in that trajectory of uh, having you know smart people and not Michael Bay making these movies, I think this is good. I think I like this. Uh, you're you're casting people who are good, like Haley Steinfeld and uh, now Anthony Ramos, and not Shia LaBeouf. Uh, so uh, I'm all about this. Uh, Boatman, what do you think? I mean, here's the thing: the Transformers movies, the ones that are good happy about that but uh those are not made for me uh i'm not necessarily a fan of that franchise but uh good for the people who like them uh and you know anthony ramos is a good actor uh i i like him in hamilton and i i also saw like half of honest thief on cable uh, and he was decent in it. So good for him. I'm just not big on this franchise. It's not meant for me. Like, it's just not. I'm if 
if giant monkey and giant lizard isn't for me, then giant car turning into giant robot isn't for me. Uh, Maggie, you hate these movies more than I think you uh, hate anything. Uh, how do you feel about this? I didn't hate Bumblebee. Bumblebee was okay. I just don't like Michael Bay's very much. He's not very good at what he does. And so he makes poor movies. And all the kinds I should like these movies. Because, um, you know, giant things fighting each other. But no, I'm excited. I really do like Anthony Ramos. I'm excited that he is like becoming a like blockbuster star. That's very exciting. I can see him doing great things in different roles. So, um, yeah. Uh, Cody, any thoughts uh, from you? I, I, I have... I feel like you've seen these movies, but I don't know. We used it as a strength once and almost beat the concept. What do you think? Um, you almost beat the concept. I, I played along. Um, I don't care. Like, right now, you could tell me that John, uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and um, Denzel Washington are in a Transformers movie. And Hell Yeah. I don't care oh. because at the end of the day, the the human element of those movies do, does not matter to me. They never That's... have John, John Turturro was in them and probably one of the best of those original. And they just, if the giant robots, like the first Pacific rim, I actually really enjoyed. Um, the second one was an abomination, but Ooh. like the, the first one was a lot of fun. And that's what I wanted, like the transformers to be. And I think 2007's transformer gets a, kind of wrapped in with them and i think 2007's is actually like a okay film like I, a pretty decent film because i think there's the stuff that works but it's when it gets all that convoluted stuff and throws the lore and the like all spark and now there's like a whatever the crap that stuff is yeah. i didn't see but i've never watched bumblebee <laughs> that's the oh, only I one think i would like it i think you would it's the only one i haven't seen of them um the last night broke me um, uh, but again, if it's got good direction and they, they, they don't overcomplicate things and it's just fun, like the Decepticons versus the Autobots and that's fun element. Cool. I just hope whoever's running the CGI can like make it look like they're fighting and not like a ball of aluminum, like just colliding because that's basically all the fights are. Yeah, so. You're not wrong. Uh, we do have some unscheduled news to talk about real quick. I was just uh, something was just sent to me uh, that actually I, I thought I knew about this already, but I didn't actually. So uh, we kind of touched on this a couple weeks ago when we talked about it's confirmed that Michael B. Jordan will be directing Creed three. Um, we have discussed that on the show, but what we didn't discuss was it is now official. Um, that Sylvester Stallone will not be returning. I think it was me and Maggie and Coho that talked about it. Um, uh, and we kind of speculated whether or not he would or would not. Uh, it's confirmed by his, uh, by his people, the Stallone people, the people who run his ship. Uh, they have confirmed Pauly. that. Yeah, it was Polly confirmed. Well, Polly's fucking dead, but uh, they, they, they confirmed it Yikes. that Rocky will not be returning for Creed 3. Uh, I said it before. I, I, this is fine to me. I'm, I'm cool with this. Uh, I don't need Rock. I think Rocky's story is done. I think they ended it in a good place. I remember Koho saying he was worried that he was dead. Honestly, if, 
if Rocky was in Creed 3, he would die in the movie. I'd rather have him just go live peacefully off, and I don't see how he goes. Um, I'm okay with this. Cody, what do you think? Um, I have mixed feelings because I think the best Stallone has ever been as Rocky has been in the Creed films. Mm. Um, I think he's great as the the boxer, but like him being the mentor, I think is where he like just has moved this uh, this story forward. Um, I think that's what makes Creed one the best Rocky film in my opinion. Like the, the first Creed is just like magic because of him basically, you know, fighting cancer and telling Michael, like telling Adonis that he has to fight too, or like. So if I'm going to fight this, you're going to fight that. So I think it's just really cool. I just, I know we're going to like see, I think he's going to die. Like, I think that's where the send off's going to be. I don't think he's like, he doesn't go to like a retirement home and live out his days. I think he's going to pass away like off screen, um, which kind of sucks. I don't know if that's proven or not, but like, that's what I would predict happening. I just don't think you can move on with the story without saying something happened to Rocky. Um, but I'm always I'm still hesitant about Creed three. Um, I I love Creed two. There's parts I don't like about it. I just don't know where they go. Like I think there's their kid gets bullied by. I've said this before, but I think their kid gets bullied by Clubber Lang and uh, Clubber Lang's kid, and then they has to fight somebody of that sort. So kid's a baby. Um, oh, it doesn't matter. In pre in daycare, like they just talking shit, and then that's what happens. Didn't share his raisins. Yeah, didn't share. <laughs> Beat his ass. Um, so now, share your ra- his raisins with it, Mike. It just it, it, it makes it makes sense for him not to show back up because I think he's kind of an egotistical person too. I don't think like and I think Stallone's very egotistical. It's just a proven mm-hmm. fact. So he didn't have a hand. He wasn't directing. He wasn't writing. So he's like fuck this. I'm out. So it makes sense. Uh, don't worry though. His uh, Rocky Four director's cut is finished. Uh, Boatman, what do you think? No robot. Uh, I'm okay with that. Um, the, the robot is stupid. I just anyway. continue. I know. Anyway, uh, if Rocky is dying and he dies off screen somewhere, that sucks. Like, ultimately, if that's the way that character just gets to send off, is just a funeral scene at the beginning of the movie with like an orchestral version of Eye of the Tiger playing. <laughs> <laughs> That would suck. That would suck. Uh, if honestly, I kind of want them to do like what they did with like Mary Poppins Returns. He's on vacation. That's why he's not in the movie. He just he went to the Bahamas. You know, we we sent Rocky to a nice farm upstate. He's living with his kid and his grandchild. Yeah, that's what happened at the end of Rock uh, Creed Two. Yeah, no, he's just he he doesn't have time for this. He's got shuffleboard at five. <laughs> Maggie, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I honestly am with Cody and kind of hope that they kill him off off screen. I so I read somewhere that he's like working on like a prequel, which is I saw that he's working on something. Rock no, he, he, he it's a prequel TV series. Oh, okay. So yeah, just just kill him off at this point. Like, I honestly don't think that Creed three needs to be a thing either, but. I don't know. I'm not surprised that he's not going to be in it. I just, I'm totally on board with Cody that he's just egotistical and sad that they won't let him do shit. Wait a minute. 
What do you mean a TV series of a prequel? The right? prequel is Rocky. What's before? He doesn't do anything yeah. before Rocky. That's the He's, well, I would assume with him being like Moving? working for Gazo and him like fighting Spider Rico in the fucking basement or whatever. That makes me want to shoot myself if that ever comes out. And like, he's gonna and go he's to gonna go. Martin Scorsese's gonna produce and he's gonna do all the de aging so still Stallone can play the young the young Rocky. Good luck getting all those veins out of Stallone's chest <laughs> and that terrible tattoo. <laughs> right. in CGI uh, Stallone's creepy ventriloquist dummy uh, goatee from the Expendables movies onto him. No. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next thing. This one's pretty stupid, so let's just get it over with. Uh, DC is doing DC stuff. Uh, they're talking about all their stuff. <laughs> they're this is like their fourth time talking about movies that are going to come out that are probably never going to come out. But one we know that's actually happening is the Batman. And they've confirmed that the Batman is not taking place in the continuity of uh, the worlds of DC. It's going to be set on earth two. Uh, Coho's upset about it. Uh, I don't know why, because this is stupid. Uh, why can't we just have a movie that's like, it doesn't have to be Joker was did fine. It, it wasn't part of Worlds of DC, and people kind of figured that out. People people were able to put that together. I uh, Nobody who watches these movies that aren't us are going to know this or care uh, at all. And this is just them saying something to explain something so that when the Flash movie comes out and Michael Keaton's in it, we can have something explained. It doesn't, it's stupid. I don't care. I just want to see the Batman. It looks so dope. That trailer is so cool. That's all I care about. Uh, Maggie, what do you think? Yeah, I'm like reading this article that you linked and it says that the Hollywood Reporter is also claiming that except for this movie, DC is planning for the rest of its movies to shoot share the same universe that's not the dceu so what's the point of even putting this in the dceu at all this isn't in the dc oh this isn't in the dc the you you have it backwards the opposite well this is saying no this is saying that it'll be set in the dceu on earth too okay so yes i'm so confused earth two is like a different so remember the go, go back, Maggie, to the CW. I know, flash. I know, I understand so, what Earth so Two is. So in the I same, I guess the same universe. So that is the same universe, but a, di- a different, a different reality or world or whatever the hell you want to call. it. I don't know. I just don't understand what they're doing. They need to make up their mind. You can't use the multiverse as an excuse because ultimately you're just gonna like pull an X Men and be very confusing and fucked and have to start over. So. Man, I watched Wonder Woman 1984 again today, and that movie fucks. That movie blows. That movie sucks. Uh, Boatman, uh, the Batman, yay or nay? And what do you think about this Earth 2? Oh, I am so excited for the Batman. I think the Batman looks fantastic. Paul Dano as the Riddler looks amazing. I am so excited for Paul Dano. More of like a... It almost looks like a version of the Arkham games a little bit. Like yeah. a, a little bit of that, a little bit of like the more gritty Batman comics, but it doesn't feel like they're just doing the dark Knight again either. Like it feels just based only on this trailer. It feels like they're doing their own thing. And I'm, I'm excited for it uh, to speak for Coho a little bit. I think 
from what I understand, he is upset that they are calling it Earth 2 because oh, okay. for some comic booky reason that Earth 2 is supposed to be something else. I don't get that exactly because I don't care, but like mm-hmm. that's a comic booky thing. And I think when comic book fans get mad about things because the movie didn't do them, like the comics is silly, but I get it. Like, um, but yeah, in terms of this not being in the DCEU, good. <laughs> good. No, like let movies be their own things. Joker worked because it didn't have to worry about being another franchise. Unless you can get an actual like plan together, DC, which I don't think you have. Honestly, DC should just make all their stuff individual until they can figure out a plan. Well, and they already canceled. They also s- talked about in the article that they canceled Ava DuVernay's new Gods movie and uh, the Aquaman spinoff, The Trench. Is there any update on that Booster Gold movie we were supposed to get? That like, is still uh, that is still on the schedule for them. Finally. So the the okay. things that are upcoming, I believe, are uh, Shazam two, Aquaman two, Booster Gold. They still have Supergirl on there for some reason, um, and there was something. Oh, Black Adam. Uh, so I love those Booster Gold as a character, and I really want um, a Booster Gold movie. Uh, Cody, why do you hate this? <laughs> I don't hate this. I'm kind of excited because oh, okay. apparently Earth One is a pile of shit, and Earth Two is good. Well, I'll go with it. I don't care what it like. It's there's no like. There's just so like DC is so convoluted and just up its own ass at this point. It's just hilarious to me. Like, well, this one ties into this one, and this and don't, don't. We're not talking about this one over here, and we're gonna do this over here. Like, okay. You you clearly couldn't do what Marvel did, and now you're just do like I'm glad they're doing whatever. Like Joker, I like Joker. I wish they would just continue in that vein of doing random crap that doesn't have to tie into anything. Because when they try to tie in things, they clearly don't know what they're doing. Because if you watch Wonder Woman 84, that happens before everything in the events. And it ties into nothing in the other stuff. Are you telling me she can fly in 1984, but not in 2017? That is exactly what I'm telling you. Um, oh, okay. So right. it's okay. it's hilarious how that works. Um, I also love like, I mean, now now Warner Brothers, congratulations! I don't know how much money you made on uh, the Snyder Cut, and I don't even care if people like it. That's great, but now you just created another subsection, another divide between people, because now there are people that want that universe, and clearly you're not going down that universe, and you're clearly doing something different. So, I hope, yeah, restore the Snyderverse, whatever. I just hope that Flash runs backwards far enough or however he has to run and the whole thing splits in half and then they can start fresh because I don't even care who you like or who you need. You're going to have to recast everything and do everything different. You can't keep, I don't think you can keep any players from the original. I think you have the next person. They're going to have to launch everything new. And if, and I kind of don't understand why the Batman wasn't their first thing. I still am so confused, but I understand Superman was fine choice too. But Batman's your flagship. 
Um, Why the heck you wouldn't just play in the ground? Because I know it just came off the Dark Knight, but the like, Dark Knight Rises came out the year before Man of Steel. So I know, but if you're gonna early. if you're gonna launch a universe, you need to plant your flag with the best thing you got, and that was the one that you should have done. But again, I'm gonna watch the Batman because I think the Batman looks super good, like super good. So again, and that's only like 20 minutes of the film. Can you imagine what the whole film is gonna be like when we get yeah. the rest of it? That's I'm a coho so- thing. So yeah. I'm so excited. Um, okay, last story we're going to talk about today. Um, Maggie actually informed me about this one, and I'm 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 not going to lie. I'm kind of bummed about this. Uh, Knives Out two and three are headed to Netflix. Uh, we have confirmation that Netflix sold or bought the distribution rights to the Knives Out sequels from Ryan Johnson and Lionsgate. Uh, who put out the first film uh, knives out is one of the best movies of 2019 hands down. Um, that movie gets better every time I watch it. It's so rewatchable. Um, it's kind of insane and it's so funny and smart and just a great friggin' movie. It was a four the first time I saw it. And then just like immediately afterwards, I was like, I don't know what I was thinking Upped it to a five. I've seen it probably five, six times now. I think it's great. So this kind of bums me out that I'm probably going to end up seeing the second and third films on Netflix. Uh, I would have liked to have seen them in the theater. Hopefully they get theatrical releases. Uh, Netflix does it a lot, but hopefully that's something that happens with, uh, with uh, the second and third one. So we'll see. Uh, so Cody, what do you think about this? Um, I, I don't know. Um, I think the, so I think they had like, for them to sell, I don't know if they had like a clear vision on two and three or that they thought it was going to be that successful. Um, I really like Knives Out. I need to rewatch Knives Out because I know people like, I think it's good in my head. I haven't watched it in a while. I might watch it after this, honestly. Um, but like, it's just one of those mixed ones that I, I thought was super good. I just don't know where they go with a sequel. Like I, I, I think everybody loves Daniel Craig in that movie, and I think he's really good, but he's not my favorite part of that movie. My favorite part of that movie is the family element. The family element of that movie makes that movie, like, work. Because it's not like a traditional, like, who's who done it, like, check off the boxes, he's able to solve it like this, and it, it snaps into place. It's more like those dynamics of each one of those characters just add so much to it, and, like, he slowly pieces what actually happened together, and that's neat. But yeah, I so if they have a good story, I'm okay. I don't, I don't like I don't like the Netflix idea because I I just don't like when things go straight to streaming because I, I like the movie theater. That's the part like that's I there's even if it's like a movie that doesn't like add a lot to the theater element, it's still being in the theater element when you watch something. So with Netflix, it's just a guarantee that we have to watch it at home, and it's a guarantee that we're not going to like get to enjoy it in the theater so hope they made a good amount of money but it's just it sucks that movies because corona really changed everybody's outlook on what can happen to movies so uh maggie what do you think about knives out two and three uh did you mention that it was reported today that both daniel craig and uh ryan johnson are getting paid a hundred million dollars each for both of these movies they did not know that, no. So I think that probably has something to do with it, you know, money. Um, Go not, Craig, make that money. Not just uh, Lionsgate or whoever 
getting paid by Netflix, but those two as well. I don't know. As long as Ryan Johnson stays on the project, I have faith in it is basically where I'm at. And I imagine that Netflix contractually obligated him to be a part of both of these movies or they wouldn't have paid um, such a big amount of money for it. Um, and also, you know, you say that you think that it's, you know, gonna be sad because you can't see in the theater, but I don't think that's true because if they really believe in it, they might release it in theaters for Oscars. Oh, yeah. I, think so, I think they will. And I think they will. And I think they will. So I, I, I'm not really that upset by this news. If anything, I I trust Netflix as a production company. They have their shit together. They don't necessarily put out good things all the time, but they definitely have their shit together compared to other studios right now. So if this means that we get to see something potentially sooner because Ryan Johnson won't have to fight with the studio and they'll just let him do whatever, sign me up. I think he's already written the second one, at least. I, I follow him on Twitter, and he talks a lot about it. Um, the, just to put it in perspective here, the first movie cost $40 million to make, and it made $311 million worldwide at the box office. So that that movie was a huge success. Uh, Boatman, uh, did you like Knives Out, and are you looking forward to the sequels? Knives Out is a movie I've I've liked more and more on every every time I watch it. Yeah. Uh, first time I watched it, I really 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 liked it. Every subsequent time, I just love this movie. Uh, in terms of, am I excited for the sequels? Uh, yes, ish. Uh, at the end of the day, I want more information, but I trust Ryan Johnson as a writer, and I do like the character of Benoit Blanc. I think it's just about the supporting cast that you put around him and the story that you give him. But I honestly think Benoit Blanc could turn out to be like our generation's Hercule Poirot, you know, like in the same way that in like the seventies and early eighties, uh, Albert Finney and Peter Ustinov would uh, keep coming back for Hercule Poirot movies, but there would just be a completely different cast. Like, I think you can do that with Daniel Craig's Benoit Blanc. And I think that'll work. Awesome. I, yeah, I don't know if you saw Michael's comment, but I just looked up Jamie Lee Curtis's post, and she basically just said that none of the thrombies are coming back, and that the next movie is going to take place in Greece, I guess. In Greece? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I kind of expected it to be one of those things where the original cast won't be back, except... And mm -hmm. I, I don't think I would want to see that, because it ended perfectly. Mm -hmm. Uh, it ended perfectly. So, uh, guys, we did it. That's going to do it for the show today. Uh, thank you so much for watching this episode of Multiplex Loves Movies. We're going to be back back next week with another episode. Who knows what we're going to be talking about, but I'm sure it'll be a spicy meat to ball, whatever it is. So, Cody, something big is happening tomorrow. What's happening? Uh, top 100 is happening. Those Brian Michaels, uh, Ethan Beller, Zach Ford, and myself being judged by Kirk. Um, I have battled with my top 100. I am satisfied, I would say. Uh, it is the hardest thing that I've ever done in with movies, uh, is picking 100 favorite movies. Um, but it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Kirk and me don't normally see eye to eye. We see eye to eye, then we don't see eye to eye. So I have some doozies for my first uh, 10. So it should be fun next uh, uh, tomorrow. So yeah, tune in live. It'll be fun. 
All right, and then uh, Warzone and Fandom, we have matches coming out this weekend. It's going to be some interesting stuff. Uh, Fanzone will be back the following weekend. Miscellaneous is happening. Tuig's Trivia Night is a thing. We do a lot of stuff around here. So be on the lookout for all that stuff. Guys, thank you so much for watching the show. We will see you next week with another episode. But until then, have a good evening. Grab a Michelob Ultra. Kiss your loved ones. Goodbye. You're still here? It's over. She's out of our hair. And just when I dare to care, she says, au contraire, you're my pair of friends. I love you. <laughs> Keep it together, man.